everyone, and welcome to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Wednesday, July 20th, and we're officially hitting the refresh button on the podcast. Uh, now on my third co-host, which may say more about me than um, about those who left, but uh, I'd like to welcome in Normandy Burl. Um, Normandy, uh, welcome to the Mac. Welcome to the show. Happy to have you. Um, you know, tell us about your new position at the Mac and what you will be doing. So, thank you. <laughs> Happy to be here. Um, I'm the director of social and digital communications. So, a lot of social media. Um, if you see a meme on any Mac Sports page, it's probably me. I love posting silly little things like that and just participating in trends um, just to get those engagement numbers up. Um, also, as you can now tell, I'm going to host the podcast alongside you. And yeah, I mean, some video stuff. I got some stuff in the works that I'd like to possibly bring back. Maybe a little bit of Mac track action. The possibilities are kind of endless, but um, all of our TikToks definitely definitely going to be me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm out of that world. Um, for those that have listened to the show, uh, you know, that's my whole world in starting the whole social campaign for the Mac. And I'm very excited for you to be here to take some of that off my plate. And I'm getting up there in age and I can't follow all these trends anymore. So, and TikTok is like way beyond me outside of me watching stuff. So yes, very glad to have you here and engagement numbers will be rising already in like two weeks time. Normandy has been posting stuff that makes no sense to me at the start, but then like I see other people doing it later. So it's, uh, it's connecting already and, uh, yeah, excited and excited about the show. Excited. Like I said, hitting the refresh button, um, just going to try and add something new to it. We're still going to have guests on. We're still going to talk to coaches, athletic directors, uh, student athletes, obviously, throughout the year following the storylines. But it's going to just evolve and have a different feel as we move on here. What excites you about just being on the podcast? Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing is is just getting to interview players once again. I spent a lot of time as the sideline reporter for Toledo basketball. So I got to do a lot of coaches' interviews and players' interviews and um, it was just a lot of fun doing that, so I'm excited about that. And then also to just kind of go above and beyond and get to know people a step further um, beyond the field. So, you know, you can always see somebody who's very serious on the field, and we might even know them like that um, working in the office, but they might actually have a whole lot of personality, and I feel like that's the biggest thing that I want to come through on the podcast. That's awesome. And this episode is to get to know you, and you're going to ask me a few questions, kind of like a get-to-know-the-host, uh, co-host um, type deal. Uh, you mentioned that you did sideline stuff for Toledo. Tell us where you're from. Uh, you obviously just mentioned that you went to Toledo, and just what you went to school for. Yeah, so I'm from Oregon, Ohio, which is right outside of Toledo. I actually lived at home all four years of college, saved so much money if you had the opportunity to do that. Yeah, it might stink because you want to live on your own, but save the money. It'll help you in the long run. Um, but then I went to Toledo, studied media communication. I actually started out pre-med, though. Thought I wanted to be a surgeon or an anesthesiologist. Changed that real quick. Learned I didn't want to take care of people like that. Um, and then I found myself in like this kind of weird period, and my mom suggested media communications. She's like, you've always loved sports. I played a lot of sports growing up. 
So I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. On my first day of media communication classes, though, I got locked in a closet in Rocket Hall. I, which if you know Toledo, it's like, it's on one of our, it's like in the corner and yeah. So I was locked in this closet. I'm like banging on the doors. I'm like, oh no, like maybe this isn't what's. First day. First day. (laughs) And what's so funny is when I was coming to the office, I was like, what if I like somehow get locked in a closet and no one can hear me and. Um, so wow. I was really, really worried about that. So <laughs> I'm like in this closet, I'm like banging on the door. Finally, somebody hears me because lucky for me on the other side of the closet was the entrance way into the door. Why they lock, I have no idea why. But then my instructor was like, who are you? Because she kind of knew all of these students. And at that time, I still had like pre-med as my major. And she's like, how did you get in this class? And I was like, um... I registered like I just I was so nervous but it ended up working out and I found what I was really passionate about and I just kept kind of stepping through doors and just made sure I could get my way into the sideline position I've been to three MAC basketball tournaments two for Toledo one with you guys and I love it I just love it how did how did you end up at the MAC well um So I started out, not pre-med, but I started out as a business major at Bowling Green. Um, I graduated in 2003 from Bowling Green, but I started out business and I wasn't like the best student. In fact, even, I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before, but even before I started my freshman year at Bowling Green, I was on academic probation before even starting because my grades in high school, quite honestly, just weren't great. So I had to do book reports actually before my freshman year. So they knew like I knew how to like study and things and I tested into like the lowest math class um, there. Like it wasn't even 100 level. Um, I remember it was 095X. It was like this secret math class and I had to get through that. And I just had to keep my GPA up. And so business class was fine. I thought that's what I wanted to do. And then like my sophomore year, the wheels came off uh, because there was a lot of math classes. And I wasn't good. It was, like pre-cal- it was it was like, uh, no, it was pre-cal, but then I like went back to back, like accounting pre-cal and it was bad. It like my grades fell. So I got put back on this academic, like double secret probation thing. And I said to myself, I got to make a change. And I didn't know that Bowling Green offered sports management at the time, but my cousin worked for the NBA, actually. And so I talked to my cousin, and I was like, how do you get a job like this? He told me, and then I found out and went right to the stadium at Bowling Green. Kind of the rest is history. I helped out. I did communications work. I didn't know I was going to go in communications. I just wanted to work in sports, but that's where I ended up. And then a bunch of internships. uh, Once I – I mean, I worked in the Bowling Green – office. Uh, I then did an internship for a couple months at Toledo. My senior year, I worked here um, in Cleveland doing internships with the Cavs, the Indians, um, just trying to really get a lot of experience. And then halfway through that internship at Toledo, um, I was at a job conference uh, called Cosida and it was here in Cleveland. I ran into some guys from Kansas and they asked me if I wanted to be their intern for the next year. So I moved out to Kansas, which was like Normandy said, living at home is great in college. One thing I will say is if you have the chance to like leave for a year or do something, if you're listening to this and you're a student, it's it's a great opportunity yeah. to just like get away. I had never left the state and I didn't know anyone there. 
but um, Kansas was like a mecca, obviously, especially in basketball. And so um, then the, I still needed an internship, and the MAC was open. Wanted to move back home after that um, to get some more, in, and, and then the rest is history. And this is my uh, heading into my 19th year with the MAC. So um, I've seen kind of a lot of things while I've been here, but I love it. Um, and, and that's how I got started, and just... It's a great culture here. The people are great. The schools are great. Everyone on campus. And then, you know, we bring in new people th- through our office that keep me, like, engaged in, in what we're doing. And really the social thing, like we talked about, that has kind of given you, a, a me or whoever, a new avenue to kind of, like, be creative and promote the conference. Been here 19 years. Ever get locked in a closet, though? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, can't say, can't say I have. I don't think I've been locked in this uh, office at all. Um, no, no weird stories here. I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't have much. I probably have to think of it, but um, not too much. It's, it's a great place. I, I love being home. Not too many people can say, and you're pretty close, but not too many people can say that they're working in sports in their hometown. So um, a lot of people have to move away for it to happen. So yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. I love it. Yeah, no, you and Cooper both. Yeah, Cooper and Jeff on our staff. I mean, we have a lot of Cleveland, a lot of Cleveland people um, on staff that are that are here. So and still here in the land. Yeah. Um, what you mentioned about playing sports? What was your best sport? And what was your best sport growing up? And what sport could you compete at the highest level at today, as you sit here today? Okay, so obviously I started out as I feel like most kindergarten kids do with soccer. Soccer and T-ball. Started out there, played those for a long time, got into basketball a little bit. And I'm I'm tall. I'm 5'11", so really tall. So I excelled well. Um, I was lucky enough to get the athletic gene in my family. My sister, who's 10, does not have the athletic gene as much. She tries, just not as much. Horses are more her thing. But then I got into volleyball when I hit fourth grade they opened up rec volleyball so I did a couple camps um really loved volleyball I wanted to play in college ended up quitting pretty much every sport for it except basketball in seventh grade won my seventh grade basketball championship nice congrats yep Yep. then I stopped basketball because I was like I just want to focus on volleyball gotta go out on top that's important yeah and then but I also did I did run track a little bit um I love the way that track just has so many different things to it and it keeps you in great shape for literally everything and if people don't know sprinting is a phenomenal way to increase your vertical anyway in high school um I was the only freshman to make JV, and I dressed varsity, and then um, sophomore year hits, I go through a horrible time with my coach, Um, and I'm not one to, like, complain about coaches. I feel coaches have to do their job. They have to be tough. They have to, like I said, just do their job. Horrible time. My mom pulled me off the team, so then I continued to play club, got into beach volleyball. Um, and I really found a love for that. It was a little bit too late in the game once I found beach and found the love for it to really like do much with it. And I ended up like hurting my foot really bad my senior year of high school running track. Um, and so basically I think if I were to, cause I still play beach now, I think that would be the level I could exceed at. Yeah. Definitely. I think if I really focused on it, it would be that. Okay. I mean, for me, I grew up playing baseball, and that was kind of it. And then 
when I was uh, 15 or 16, I needed a job and there was a private um, golf course by me um, and I would bike there and I started working there and I never, I still to this day, I've never taken a golf lesson, but um, over the years I've just kept playing and playing and that would for sure be, that's kind of my one regret is I wish now that I knew then like to go out for the golf team or something, but it was just never, I don't know, there's like five guys on the team. It wasn't just wasn't popular and then when I like graduated that was when Tiger came on the scene and then everyone was like all about golf and so by that time I had missed I had missed it but I that was kind of a regret that I wish I would have tried and um but golf would be for sure the only thing that I could even come close to competing in these days so um but that's great um what's another question I have for you I had a um just what you know outside you know, you play sports, um, still in beach volleyball. What do you enjoy doing, um, for fun in your spare time? Oh, I listen, I work out all the time. I guess that kind of ties into the sport. If I'm not in the office, I'm probably in the gym. Um, I used to teach actually a fitness class, like in my hometown, a high intensity interval training class. Miss doing that a lot. Um, but I just, I was, it was too routine for me. So I also had to like get out of that but I'm a morning workout person so I wake up at like 4 15 go to the gym try to work out for like an hour and a half two hours and then after that is like my time to like relax prep for the day maybe journal read a little bit um something like that so I'm either in the gym maybe taking my dog for a walk um or trying to cook or just exploring I love taking myself places like I will go and sit at a restaurant by myself, which is weird, but like you bring a book or if I can have a patio, although my dog's a service dog, so he can like sit inside with me, like just having him there. Like, so I'm not technically fully alone or I'll bring work with me, but I feel like it says a lot if you can just like go be somewhere by yourself, if sure. that makes sense. So yeah. yeah, just, I like my solitude, um, but I also, I love having my dog there. That's great. What's your dog's name? Lambo. Lambo. Huge Green Bay Packers fan. Huge Packers fan. I was going to get to that, but there <laughs> there you have it. There you have it. Um, yeah, for me, I mean, well, now I have two kids. So they... Uh, um, yeah, when are you getting a dog? I have a dog. You do? I do have a dog. Oh. No one ever knows that. What's his name? Her name is Her name. Kylie. Oh. She's about... Uh, she's a mini Australian Shepherd, and she's about 12 years old. So she's up there. She's up there. She's up there. Um, the kids, um, if my kids are young, they're, well, seven and four. And um, they now are starting to realize how much work dogs are because I have them do stuff. So now they want a hamster. Oh, yeah. So it didn't take them long to be like, uh, can we do something else? But we'll see. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I do have a dog. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's the kids um, all the time for me. And then... Yeah, the biggest thing for me is um, getting out on the golf course, like I mentioned already. So, when I'm when I'm not here and doing the Mac thing, um, that's typically what's what your, I try to do. What's your favorite course in the Cleveland area? Well, I'm a. I, I say this, but I'm not like a member. Member, the course I play at is called Little Mountain Country Club. It's on the east side of Cleveland. Uh, you pay a certain fee. It's actually a great deal. You pay like two hundred bucks for total. For two years and all I have to do during those two years is pay for the cart oh 
So it like took care of itself in one year. So that's where I play. It's great. I'm in a league. This is the first year I was in a league. Um, this year I'm definitely even with it. My I act like I'm like really old. I'm not, but um, I'm the youngest person by considerable amount in this league. But it's fun. You meet some guys. You know your typical country club guys that you're out there playing. And I mean, one of my matches was against a guy who's 76 years old, but he was like 24 year uh, Ohio State trooper, like. You know, when you're out on the golf course with some guys that have some experience behind them, you hear some stories. So it's it's been fun. Little nine hole league keeps you active out there, and um, like golf is just one of those games you got to keep playing or you just lose it. So um, that is my favorite course. I've been, I mean, that that's where I play all the time. So I got to say that, um, but probably is probably one of my favorite courses in the area anyway. So yeah. I think we need to get a Mac golf league going or something. Yeah, at least a couple. Yeah, let's let's absolutely get out. I think it's it's a great time. I mean, as you know, uh, get out there for four hours and then a couple hours after to just kind of sit back and on the nineteenth hole as you wish. Um, yeah, that needs to happen. I like that idea. Um, you mentioned traveling and just going places. I know you like to go places. Yeah. Um, where where's a couple of your favorite places? And then my question is. One place in the United States that you've never been that you want to be that you want to go travel to, and one place abroad because I'm sure there's one. Yeah. Um. So when I was 16, I went to Europe. Um. That was a great trip. So I definitely say Rome. Out out of that trip, food wise, favorite place. Mm -hmm. Um. I took French in high school. I will say that Paris was a letdown in a way. Like. It's beautiful, but also at the same time, it's very dirty. And like they say, but Parisians were actually pretty nice as long as you try to speak French. Um, but yeah, Rome, definitely beautiful. It was beautiful sights. I mean, the Colosseum was so cool to see. You can also eat an entire piece of heat or an entire pizza by yourself and gelato five times a day and not gain a single pound. That was like, I, th yeah, I definitely did that. Um, I love Arizona. I have family down there. It's beautiful, but I've never been to the Grand Canyon. So I definitely could see myself going to like the Grand Canyon or like, I love like hiking and stuff like that too. Would love to go to like Zion National Park. Um, never been to Yellowstone, um, or Yosemite. So there's so many places like over on the West coast that I would love to see. Um, I also, this is kind of random, but I love Grand Rapids, Michigan. I think it's really like kind of like nostalgic in a way um love that and then i'm trying to think my one of our co-workers is from grand rapids kyle oh Kyle's really from grand rapids really? yeah yeah and then overseas greece it has to be greece yep i i agree with you there that would be my pick uh abroad i've only been to canada or mexico uh so that's my that's how far i've gotten uh, away uh, when it comes to traveling abroad but greece um is definitely a top list uh, followed closely by Italy. But after this weekend, when I watched the um, British Open, um, Scotland or Ireland on like a golf trip for me would probably be, it, it's quickly going up the charts. To be able to play one of those like old school courses and, and be over there, like probably Ireland would be, it's, it's quickly rising up the charts for me. So... Those other places I mentioned, and like you mentioned, Greece and Italy are just like, I think that's on a lot of people's list. But yeah, um, yeah I would, I think Scotland or Ireland would be pretty cool. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure Ireland's pretty scenic, and yeah. so is Scotland. But then also, like, Italy and Greece are, well, Greece is more scenic because of the landscape yeah. around it. But Italy's scenic because of everything that was built. So, yeah. 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 No, they're all good picks. They're all good picks. And, um, in so cool. U.S., yeah, well, there's not too many places in the U.S. I haven't been. Um, but probably the place I haven't been that I would put on the list is, like, Denver, Colorado Springs, like that area. I've never been there. It's like one of the major cities that I've not been to. Um, New Orleans, I haven't been to, but Colorado Springs and being out there would be ahead of that. Um, New Orleans, like, seems like I'd yeah. do that once. And be Denver's like, pretty right. cool. Cause I've been to the Grand Canyon. I was kind of, like, really pumped about going to Grand Canyon, not to take you off no. the Grand Canyon. And, and I looked, and it's like, oh, there's there it is. It's grand. And then and then that was it. And I I took a donkey, though. You want a thrill ride. You get on the donkey and let it lead you down the Grand Canyon and the pathways. I mean, I know this is a podcast you can't see, but they're very, very small, like enough for a donkey to go down. So it's kind of it's a thrilling thing. Yeah. It's different. My my hands are sweating thinking about it. <laughs> um, another, I had a thing as I was going to talk about athletics and everything, but going on the list type thing, what is your... Um, do you have a sports bucket list? Are there any type of events that you would love to be in attendance for? Yeah. Um, the final four. Okay. It's up there. Like I I wasn't a major basketball fan until I became the sideline reporter for Toledo. And then I really was like, I like basketball a lot. Would love to do that. The Super Bowl, if the Packers are in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it'd be cool to see any team, but the Packers are in it. Love to see that. Come on, Rogers! Don't let us down this year. Um, but probably that. Um, I mean, I'm not a huge golfer, but I feel like anything at Augusta. Yep. Incredible. Um, so I feel like that's, that's kind of that's a yeah, good list. That's a good list. Um, for me, I've been to a lot of college things during my time. Um, that great opportunities that have been given here, but. Um, Super Bowl. If I'm actually on the fence. Like, if the Browns were to ever get to a Super Bowl, um, part of me would want to be there. The other part of me would want to be here in Cleveland watching. Uh, I was part of when the Cavs won the championship downtown, and it was a blast. Um, so I'm kind of on the fence. Like, I feel like I'd want to be here in town to see that happen. Uh, but I, I've never been to a Super Bowl, so that's on the list. Uh, clearly... Um, I would love to be at Augusta and at the Masters. However, I feel like for me, the Ryder Cup um, would be awesome because there's the cheering. It's the whole, you know, U.S. versus Europe thing. It's people get like after it. And then along those lines, I don't know if you've ever heard, but it's called the Waste Management Open and it's in Phoenix. And it's like there's this hole with um, like stands all around it and people just, I don't know, it's it's an absolute party. So it's unlike golf like you ever. So it's more of like golf, but really a fun way to watch it. Clearly, if it was like the Masters or being able to get over to like St. Andrews and watch like a, an event there, um, the Ryder Cup, just I think like the the fun atmosphere would be really cool on, on my yeah. bucket list. And then uh, I don't really hit. Those are like the two. I've been to the college football championship. I've been to the final four. I've been to the World Series when the Indians slash Guardians were in it. Um, I've been to the NBA Finals, so haven't been to an NFL playoff game, even a playoff game. 
Uh, that's not my fault. That's more the Browns' fault. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, th- those are those are definitely on the list. I'd so. also I'd think the Summer Olympics. Yeah. That would be really cool okay. to be in attendance. That be that would be yeah. I think um, yeah. I'm tr- I'm trying to think of third. Like I've never been to the Kentucky Derby, which would be cool, but I don't have a big enough hat. <laughs> Yes, the hat, and I don't know if I'd want to be. I know it's a, I know it's an absolute scene on the infield there. I feel like I'd have to be in the stands for that and really enjoy it. And I don't think I, um, that's out of my pay grade, right now. So, um, but that would probably be up there as well. Or maybe like a, I'm not a big soccer guy, but just like a U.S. versus whomever in like a World Cup or oh, something. I think that would be definitely. probably a pretty cool experience as well. Definitely. Um, a couple. Mac things to close things out here. Um, a question that I'm sure we're going to ask a lot of people during the year, but what is Maction? And you're right out of, you know, right out of college. What does Maction mean to you? Or what have you always thought of that word? Midweek. Midweek Maction. Um, but also, I think a lot about the Conference of Grit um, and just the fact that it's technically mid-major, but I feel like it's completely underrated so I mean you watch and you see our teams go out and compete I mean Toledo almost beat Notre Dame last year in football Um, Ohio beat Virginia in the NCAA tournament so it's completely underrated it might be mid-major but there's a lot of competition and truly no matter what sport it's anybody's ball game love that Uh, for me it's always just meant fun um, I think we're a conference that definitely prides themselves. And I think from outsider's perspective, think of us as the underdog, but also like as the fun conference yeah. and because of a lot of the midweek football and everything. So, um, uh, that's, I, action just relates to me for fun and high energy. And that's what we try to do around here. Um, my last question and something we're going to look forward to and something that, um, for those listening, we do have a Twitter account. If you're a new listener, it's at Call to Maction on Twitter. Um, both myself and Normandy will be posting stuff on there as we kind of reshape the show here. And in like reshaping the show, what I think we're gonna always bring on a guest. Um, but what's what's a segment? What's something that like we could bring to the show? You said you've listened to the show like prior to joining the Mac. Um, we've typically have just we've done everything. We've had like an open and a close and kind of like. I don't know if people necessarily want to hear my opinions on stuff. Maybe they do, um, or our opinions, but I'm just talking about the past here. Um, what's something fun that you think off the top of your head that we could bring to the show moving forward? Like I said, I really think it's important to get to know coaches on and off the field, players on and off the field. Um, so I feel like adding like a beyond the X's and O's segment um asking them the hard-hitting questions like does pineapple belong on pizza i think that's really important um just uh like you said this conference is fun so i feel like we should be able to have fun with it um but also just kind of letting people take conversations where they want to go let people tell their stories so i obviously asked the question i had something prepared so i'll throw this up and we'll put it again on the twitter account and we're going to ask people that are already following that account for their opinions on some segments but it goes along with what you just said i think moving forward for every guest we have at the end the maction minute we set um a 60 second clock like right here on my phone 
and we have those questions. But I think the way we can make it fun is have categories. So we could have, um, I don't know. I don't know what the categories would be. Didn't think that far through. But one of them would be like get to know. And so maybe it's those questions that you just mentioned. Or maybe it's a travel category and we have a certain number of questions that people answer about um, going somewhere or traveling. Like all the stuff that we've kind of talked about on this show could be like it could be bucket list. It could be anything. But have that and then have those questions ready. And maybe they're the same uh, for different guests. Maybe we change them up. But we kind of give them three categories. Um, they pick one, we give them those 60 second questions. And I think that would be kind of something fun. So action minute could be a thing, um, for those people listening. Um, but we're definitely going to put it out there to see, uh, anyone else's thoughts on what we could do with our guests or really what we could do. Um, you know, if it's our, we've done this in the past, we've done like the top storylines in the Mac to just kind of get everyone up to speed on a week to week basis. Um, but it, it really becomes fun, like you mentioned, when you get beyond the X's and O's and can um, learn a little bit more about some people and, and have fun with that. So that's that's my thought. What yeah. do you think? I totally agree. I feel like asking people's opinions, too, is yep. always a good thing. And maybe they can even tell us, like, hey, who would you like to hear from? Sure. Because um, we're here for us, but also mostly for you guys. Yeah, we want to promote everyone in the league it's fun that's why we started this um back a couple of years now um just to get another piece of mac uh promo stuff out there for our schools and our student athletes so uh, yeah we're i think we're gonna have a lot of fun people no shortage of no shortage of guests that's for sure we could always find someone to get on here um so yeah is is we're gonna shoot for the stars. We're gonna try and get some big names, um, and when I say big names, just maybe some grads um, that might be in the pros. We're gonna try and just like you know, go go above and beyond to try and get some really compelling stories and guests on here for you all. Um, I don't know. You have anything close? You have any other question? I don't. I think I answered all the questions um, that I gave to you, but. Um, yeah, I actually wrote down very similar questions. Oh, so that's look so at funny. that. Are you <laughs> on the same wavelength? But okay, so uh, that is it for our little get to know show. Uh, again, I'm, uh, and I don't even think I said my name at the start, but I'm Jeremy Guy. This is Normandy Burl. You can follow um, us on Twitter at Call to Maction. Uh, also, the official uh, Twitter for the Mac is at Mac Sports. Normandy, do you want to give your Twitter handle for people to shout out to you? Yeah. If you also want to message a person, you can always message me as well. Um, it's Normandy, N-O-R-M-A-N-D-I-E underscore Burl, B-E-R-L. You can always message me on Instagram or Twitter. So, And uh, mine's Mac on Twitter uh, as well, just uh, for those... I mean, I guess if you're listening to this, you already know where to find the podcast, but we are available on Spotify. We're available on um, Apple Podcasts and then uh, SoundCloud. So just type in Call to Maction. You'll find us. We're going to try and keep a pretty dedicated uh, one to two episode a week um, cadence here throughout the year. And, uh, you know, we want to hear from you and uh, can't wait to hear more from our um, member schools, our and our, our membership and our students and, and everything. So again, um, want to thank you for listening and, uh, until next time, get some action. Mm-hmm.